The Yankees were blown out and completely outplayed on Thursday. Straight up. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on <laughs> no offense again just completely disappeared just completely <laughs> disappeared that was a tough game man uh we're gonna talk about that of course in a second it is friday stacy which means it's fan mail friday you sent your questions in all week long here on our youtube side and we are going to answer your burning questions here on today's episode and of course i gotta imagine you have a bunch more today uh after that game last night <laughs> uh, we have a preview of the weekend is there any hope left for the yankees uh we're gonna find that out first stacy uh thursday night yikes <laughs> Yikes. I, I don't even, where do you want, even want to start with that eight, nothing loss? The thing that annoys me <laughs> is that it was fine up to a certain point. One, nothing. You're thinking, okay, if they keep them at one, maybe they can scratch and claw their way to something. And then it just went to hell in a handbasket in a matter of four seconds or so it seemed, um, you know, Domingo Herman was fine. And I agree with the move to take him out this time. <laughs> I won't I won't bash Boone for that. I actually agreed with him on that. But it just, whoa, I wasn't expecting that outcome. I will say, at least they weren't shut out. They got those two runs in the bottom of the ninth. But just ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's so funny because I wrote down 8 nothing on our notes because mm -hmm. I didn't even. I, I turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that they had some runners on. Okay, so they did end up scoring. Thanks yes. for saving yeah. me there. I said yes. eight nothing. Sorry, my bad. My yeah. bad. Eight two. Mm -hmm. uh, let, let's start with Drew Rasmussen. Seven shutout frames. He gave up a pair of hits to to Bowers. <laughs> Bowers. No walks. Seven <laughs> strikeouts. That's it. I mean, he just shoved. Straight up shoved. But he always does against the Yankees, and it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. It's it's like watching Pedro Martinez against the Dynasty Yankees. Like those were good teams, but Pedro Martinez made them look silly all the time. I mean, he did it in the '99 ALCS, struck out 17 of them, and you know the Yankees went on to win the World Series. And it's like, am I watching? You know, uh, Pedro Martinez part two against the mm -hmm. Yankees right now. It's crazy. He has yet to give up a run against them in 21 career innings. That's four appearances, three starts and his strikeout to walk ratio against the Yankees, 26 strikeouts and only two walks and didn't do any of that. It didn't give up a walk tonight. So yeah, um, it's crazy. I mean, he just shoved again. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just the word he shoved just yeah. straight up. Yeah, and I, I don't know. just could not figure him out at all. Yeah, like, do they watch film? Like, do these guys watch film and think, oh, it's Dennis. Dennis. I almost said Dennis Rasmus, and I knew I was going to do that. The former Yankee the, from, like, 35 years ago. Um, do they watch film on these guys and think, oh, hey, we're going to be up against this guy that always shuts us down. Let's watch him and see, you know, maybe we could pick something up if we watch the film. Like, I don't understand how he's <laughs> it's doing tough, this. Man. It's tough. <laughs> Look, hitting a baseball is very hard. I'll always give that caveat every single time anything happens ever. It is a very tough sport. But, man, I, I mean, 
the night and day feeling that I imagine both of us have after we are fairly optimistic for this series. And I, I mean, obviously still, the series isn't over. Uh, yeah, I'm it's still not over. It's still fine. <laughs> it's but still I mean, fine. man, that's, that's a really, really tough way to start yeah. the series. Yeah. Um, and again, you kind of brought up Domingo Herman there. You said he was fine. I thought he pitched pretty well. Yeah, he walked a couple. But I mean, before he got pulled, it was just one unearned run. Yeah, well, what what did we say on Thursday show? He had a history of having bad first innings, like his first inning ERA is above a five. And I thought once he got past the first and the second, I was thinking, huh, this could be something. And yeah, no, he pitched, I'll say he pitched well. I mean, he made it into the sixth inning against the Rays and he held them down until that inning. And yeah. that's when everything fell apart. So kudos to him. And again, I do agree with Boone um, taking him out because the Rays have a habit of uh, beating up on guys when they face them, face them like the third time through the order when they're facing someone. Everyone does. <laughs> but this year, especially for some yeah. reason, their numbers are just insane. Um, so I didn't disagree with that move and it was just disappointing that ron marinaccio was the one that had the bad struggled. thing happen yeah, yeah he struggled big time big time struggled. you know we were what did we do on thursday show we were talking up the bullpen <laughs> yeah well i mean to be fair it had been incredible and just completely imploded on thursday night blame it on me it's my fault i'm so sorry guys <laughs> so sorry um you mentioned struggles for Herman in the first inning. He definitely got into trouble in that first inning, but was able to get out of it, which was nice to see. Yeah. He was definitely pitching backwards. And I felt like the Yankees as a whole were kind of pitching backwards on Thursday night. A lot of off speech pitches early in the count, a lot of first pitch change up, a lot of first pitch curveballs. A lot. I mean, more more than I've noticed at all this season. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that too. And I was kind of watching like huh this is interesting the bat that drove me nuts was his last walk that got him out of the game i can't remember who was batting um he threw three of the same pitch and the guy didn't chase it and after he pitched the two to make it three balls i'm like don't throw that pitch again <laughs> he yeah. threw the same exact pitch and i'm like what well what is what are they calling and what is he throwing i don't understand why they would do that but yeah yeah, same same conversation topic for me on pitch sequencing. I think the pitch sequencing on the Josh Lowe at bat with the bases loaded after uh, after Herman got pulled, you throw back to back changeups in the exact same spot for Marinaccio. I mean, that's just a recipe for disaster. The first changeup a little bit lower, but you repeat that pitch into the exact same spot, but better as in more over the plate and more in the strike zone and more knee high what do you think is going to happen? I, I, you can't, you can't repeat that pitch. And that's what blew the game open right there was that yep. pitch. And that's when that was, that was the first domino. Yeah. So I didn't like that pitch sequencing. I'm curious to see if they continue to throw backwards this series, if that's going to be a thing. But I mean, we've talked about Garrett Cole and how important his fastball is. If he gets away from that, I, I don't think that's going to be a recipe for success. I, I trust his off speed stuff and his secondary pitches. Clearly I do. But uh, he can't – it has to build off of that fastball. So I don't think that's going to be the right move uh, for Garrett Cole in game two. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see if they continue to pitch backwards. Yeah, it was really strange. I don't know if they were – I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what was going through their heads if they were trying to – I don't know, change change it up from last weekend. Um, 
but yeah, it was it, it was very odd watching those pitching sequences. Yeah. I agree. It was they, it was uh, they tried something, I guess. It worked yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Until it didn't. And hey, sometimes that happens. <laughs> Stacy, the loss to Tampa Bay. Again, there are three games left here in this series. Mm-hmm. Do you? Th- I hate saying this because it's still so early, and I hate that caveat at the same time. But we've also detailed out how important it is, how important this series is, because there's only six more games against Tampa Bay after this series for the Yankees. Yeah. Like, we kind of talked about it last week. May have been this week. They're all blurring. But <laughs> like, are the Yankees already giving up on this thing in the East? Like, is is it is it realistic to think they're actually going to come back and have a chance at winning the East? I still think it's too realistic. early to say no. I, I think we have to wait till after this. But I think they ha- we have to wait till after this series. Yeah, I mean, if it goes in this direction, clearly, clearly, like, it's just too deep of a hole. Yeah, yeah. But if they come back, you never know. Like if they win the next three, then we're talking. Okay, hey, maybe they kind of. <laughs> you never know. Let's. Um, but let's call a spade a spade here. Look, I I will play the optimistic side when I think it's valid, and I thought yesterday was valid. To be fair, uh, it, it may seem like I'm being a hypocrite here, and you know what? Maybe I am. Whatever. But I mean, it, to. Thursday's game just straight up showed how much better the Tampa Bay Rays are. They're just better. They just are. Yeah. I mean, you've yeah. got a good start out of Domingo Herman. Yeah. True. That's a regular guy. You, you can't go, well, it was Johnny Brito. Oh, well, it was Clark Schmidt. Like, no, it was Herman. He's going to be the fifth starter. Like, that's just it. That's true. They beat if, Garrett Cole. If, if, they, last yeah, if, time. They, if they do this again <laughs> against Garrett Cole, then yeah. I mean, yes, they're a good team, obviously, but. Yeah. I don't know. I'm they just, run baseball right now. It's, it's uh, not it's, ways run baseball. Yeah, no, it's really annoying me, though. I want them to go back to not being good because I liked it better when they were the Devil Rays <laughs> because everything turned around when they got rid of Devil Rays. You remember this, right? Because I know you were young at the time, but they were awful when they were the Devil Rays. And once they dropped Devil out of the name, they started doing better. Make the World Series. You know, they don't win, but they're not like the uh, punching bag of the American League after that. Yeah. And I'm sick of it and i want them to go back to the devil rays by the way didn't they lose the game in which they wore the devil rays jersey on saturday so they look so, they look so good though they were they great they're great amazing. uniforms but you see <laughs> they look amazing it's the evan longoria effect mm-hmm. uh, he was he, he was the one that kick-started the whole thing here yeah i don't know May, again maybe i'm being too doom and gloom maybe i am but everyone's I, I being just... too doom and gloom i mean everyone is being really doom and gloom right now but and there's it's understandable also, there's it cause is. for it there's sure. cause for it man sure but i'm still not there yet i'm i've just i'm telling you i've watched way too much baseball there is way too much baseball people can get hurt on the raids and i know it seems like they have a factory of guys that they just replace guys with other guys who do just as well but you never know it's still too early we're only 40 games 40 games in i'm no, I'm not giving up yet. Okay, call me crazy. I'm not giving up on the postseason. No, I'm not giving up the postseason. But I'm not. I'm also. Yet. I'm not giving up on the AL East either. I'm You're not crazy. I am both. <laughs> we we know this. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you giving up on the AL East? Let me know in the comments down below. I feel like we're going to talk about this for the next month. But man, but come Monday, if we're having this conversation again. If I'm even asking you a question, are you giving up on the AL East? You know something went wrong this weekend. Right. If I ask you that again on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't forget, you can leave questions in our comments throughout all 
every one of our episodes here on YouTube. And of course, we'll answer them. That's what we're going to do in our next segment. Don't forget the whole series this weekend and every game this season is on Sirius XM. John and Susan got your back. Coming up, Fan Mail Friday. So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. MLB game weeks happen twice weekly. They span three to four days. And at the end of each week, so rare managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards. That includes cards, tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and you can even have VIP experiences with MLB stars. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. Back here on Locked On Yankees, it is Fan Mail Friday. You sent in questions. We got your answers in just a second. Hey, thanks for making us your first listen, of course. For the everydayers out there who listen every day, coming up on Monday, you already know what it is. It's Miners Monday. I'll check in with the minor leagues and see who has been incredible. Andres Shaparo, ever heard of him? I was just going to say it. (laughs) What a week. And it's not even the weekend yet. Yeah. Well, it is if you're watching this, but as well. It's he's he's good. He's good. He's good. Mm. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it again. I mean, it's just Miners Monday is just going to turn into Chaparral Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Um, hey, OK, so we got a couple of questions here, Stacey. We'll start with this one from John O. One, two, three X. By the way, thank you so much for commenting all the time. This is one of the uh, regular commenters and uh, you always got great things to say. Thank you for being a part of the community and a part of the show. Uh, Stacey, they asked, what is the or what are the chances of either Jason Dominguez or Spencer Jones, both or both roaming the outfield for the Yankees after August, if not earlier, the way injuries are going. Stacy, I'm going to go ahead and say Spencer Jones. No, no. not this season. Mm-mm. Two years, three. Yeah, it might be a while um, for him. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a while. He's striking out a lot in Hudson Valley, by the mm. way. He's striking out a lot. Uh, at an alarming clip. He does not have very many games in the minor league level under his belt just yet overall. Um, Jason Dominguez, I think maybe. I think Jason Dominguez could possibly be a September call-up. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. That'd be fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, but that being the caveat, he's he's the, the 27th. Right. Like, it wouldn't be... I, yeah, it's definitely too soon. T- way too soon for Jones. I Definitely. Um, but yeah. Dominguez would... I don't know. I think a lot of things would have to go wrong if they had to call up Dominguez to yeah, a take ton over of for would someone. Have to go wrong. Yeah, let's... yeah, that would mean Cole Calhoun's not in the mix. I mean, Willie Calhoun's not in the mix. There's a lot of things that would happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Dominguez <laughs> could potentially be a September call up, but I, I, I wouldn't bet too hard on that one. Right. Um, yeah. Thanks again yeah. for your question. Uh, this one's coming from Gold Cool Five. I realize some of it may be a fluke or just bad luck with all the injuries, but what do you think is causing all these injuries? I know Stanton is expect it. I know with Stanton, it's expected for him to get hurt every year. Ha ha ha! Hardy hardy har. Stacey, we kind of talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I felt like it was important to bring this conversation topic back up. 
Because I think the answer is we don't have one. No. It's weird. It, it, it is weird. And I think that Yankees fans and just sports fans have a right to be curious, to be like, what's going on, man? Like, it does seem like injuries are at an alarming rate just across baseball. It almost, I don't know, it almost feels like all the training these guys do, because this isn't like baseball of 30 to 40 years ago, where the guys showed up to spring training to get into shape to play the season. Guys are starting to get into shape, like even before the World Series ends, if your team's eliminated. And these guys are doing all these extra things to get ready. And, you know, they're building like these big muscles and they're doing all these crazy things. And things tend to strain and stretch. A lot of these guys are bigger. I mean, Stanton's a big dude. And, you know, it's it's always his legs with him. And I know he tried mm -hmm. to change his way of working out and started doing yoga and stuff like that. And that's why Judge has remained relatively healthy um i don't know it almost feels like we should go back to the years where spring training was when you got into shape <laughs> and that you weren't into in the best shape of your life in december yeah. wild wild uh thank you for your question first time you've been checked in here so thank you so much this one's coming from isc taylor 109 has bader done enough to earn a permanent spot in the lineup when judge comes back fully this is from before uh, move Bader to right field. Bader is DH. Stacey, I'm going to go ahead and say that Bader is your starting center fielder. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Definitely. I would much rather him be in center field. He's the best center fielder the Yankees have. Yeah, I think there is no question. Um, <laughs> Bader obviously will get days off when need be. They're obviously going right. to keep an eye on the previous injuries that he has sustained and make sure those things and monitor them, make sure they're okay and not getting uh, any worse at any point. Um, but I think you can fully expect Harrison Bader to be in center field for the Yankees. So long as he is healthy the rest of the season. Thank right. you again for your question. This one's coming from Ellery Tom, given that her mom and, and Brito both kind of suck in the first inning per baseball reference. I like that. Uh, should the Yankees experiment with using an opener for them? Stacy, your thoughts on the opener for Herman slash Brito. Could it be Clark Schmidt? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Well, no, I, I mean, Herman, this was before Herman pitched. Uh, I don't think Herman needs an opener. I don't, I really don't think Brito needs an opener either. Um, Just your thoughts on the opener in general. Do, do you necessarily subscribe to that notion? Occasionally. I don't feel like it should be a thing that teams do regularly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when that really started getting popular, it was kind of like, well, when the Rays, you know, cause the Rays were the ones that really started doing it. Um, I don't, I don't dislike know. it. Yeah, I don't dislike it either. And I wasn't really kidding about the Clark Schmidt thing. So I feel like if they tell him you're only going to pitch two innings, you just have to open the game. I think he would do yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the strategy behind it is, you know, you get your long man, a.k.a. your starter, you know, who would really be your starter that day. Uh, he doesn't have to face that lineup the first time through. That way he gets the third time through. That's really the the theory behind it. So maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Um, my question is who? That's right. my question. Right. Uh, thanks again for your question. One more here today, Stacy. This is coming from Cryptic Zero. Do you see any realistic trade this season that could improve the team? I'll start this one, Stace. Uh, I don't think right now there's anything in my mind that's, you know, makes much sense. Yeah. And I think at this time of the season in May, it is very tough to pull off a trade because teams don't know the full trajectory of their seasons yet. So they're a little more reluctant to pull the trigger on a trade that would realistically make an impact. Right. I also saw, I can't remember who said it now, 
um, they were talking about how bad the selection could be. And they thought that this trade deadline might be a dud compared to other years, mm. which I thought was interesting. Um, yeah, I really can't think of anything right now. Because again, we don't, like you said, we don't really know how some of these teams are going to be doing two months from now or two and a half months from now, whenever the trade deadline is beginning of August, right? So almost <laughs> we're almost there. Um, we don't know how some of these teams are going to be doing heading in there, but I feel like there are going to be a bunch of teams that could be sellers. We just don't know who yeah. yet and who's going to be available, but yeah, I mean, it depends, you know, you think of teams like the, the Seattle Mariners, like they have a lot of great pieces. Like, are they going to teeter? Like there are just a couple of games over five or dipping down to five. Like you yeah. don't really know yet. Right. Um, so it, I think it's still just a wait and see, but it is, it is kind of a catch 22. Cause you're like, well, the Yankees need help now. They don't need help later. But right. I mean, I think the more, <laughs> this is going to be a little hard to hear. Uh-oh. Yankees could be sellers. No. The you want to make a, you want to make, you want to make a bet on that? No, cause I don't bet, but the Yankees could be sellers. No. On Glaber. <laughs> oh, well maybe, but and I maybe don't know. Something else. Maybe uh, some other piece. Yeah. No, I don't know. No, I don't think it's going to be. I don't, I'm not saying they're full fledged jumping ship, but I think they could not be buyers. How about that? I think mm -hmm. they could not be buyers. It might not be worth the investment to give up something like Peraza, Volpe, whatever. Right. For like the second yeah. half and for yeah. like a playoff. I, I push. All right. I see that. Okay. Yeah. But no, I don't think they're going to be like full blown, like, oh my God, they're horrible. They need to sell pieces off at the trade deadline. Well, they would never that admit that. They would never admit that. But I don't see uh, that happening. Even if it were the, the correct choice at the time. Yeah. Whatever. Let us know how you're feeling about all these questions down in the comment section. Thank you guys again for being a part of the show. Uh, we take your questions all week here on our YouTube side, and we answer them on Fridays. Don't forget the series continues and the season continues over on SiriusXM. All you have to do is download the app and, of course, search Yankees and start a free trial. It's that simple. Coming up next, we're going to preview the rest of the weekend against Tampa Bay. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game Time also has flash deals and last-minute tickets. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, and they don't they don't. And they even give you images of your seats so you know what you'll be seeing. With their lowest price guarantee and even event cancellation protection, Game Time is the best place to buy tickets in just a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed back here on locked on Yankees three more games against Tampa Bay that kind of feel I'm gonna say this word again Stacey super important uh, <laughs> Garrett Cole goes tonight Friday night how important is this start for Garrett Cole right now Oh, it's very important because his last start was against the Rays and it was absolutely awful. And he knows it. He said it afterwards. And, you know, he was cruising there for a while. And then it was kind of like tonight. 
it just turned into a disaster within it felt like seconds just a couple of pitches and they were back in the game and tied it it was just really strange so yeah no this I can't believe I'm saying this on May 12th but this is a very important start for Garrett Cole he needs to bounce back he needs this badly seven yes he has to go seven he only can give up at most two two (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah. Straight up. Straight up. Garrett Cole needs to be Garrett Cole tonight. Yeah. He needs to be the Garrett Cole that started the season. No home runs. <laughs> you know, yeah. 135 ERA. That Garrett yeah. Cole needs to be back. Because it doesn't get any easier. Shane no. McClanahan on Saturday, Zach Eflin on Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. Cortez and Schmidt will counter those respectively. Uh, McClanahan is on a roll. Yes. Yeah. They're, uh, they're good, man. <laughs> I don't know where they get these guys from. It's again, it's annoying. It's like they have a factory of guys that, and it's guys that aren't really in a lot of cases heralded guys. And you're just like, where'd these guys come from? I don't understand. I joked with David Cohn a couple of years ago. I'm like, do they have labs where they produce these guys? Like, where do they come from? It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. They're, they are incredible. Uh, we'll see what cleats Nestor wears on Saturday. That's a fun little game we like to play now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. He's not pitching on friday because friday is they're doing the star wars night oh, late yeah. and they're having the uh it's a anthony rizzo bobblehead that's star wars themed and he the mandalorian done, rizzo yeah, yeah. yeah and he could have done that sort of theme but i'm yeah, sure his, he would have yeah yeah his clean we'll see what he yeah i mean he went with the super mario brothers last time <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll see if uh see what what he wears on saturday mm-hmm. and uh we'll see if clark schmidt can keep building keep building keep building hey if he can go another six would be incredible though six would Gosh, be incredible against tampa i mean you know <laughs> like six i'm, I'm and, realistically and again, just hoping he gets to the fifth yeah yeah but if he can and hoping get... that you know Nestor goes fairly deep garrett goes deep tonight and then that way your bullpen isn't as taxed by sunday right because yeah, that's the key yeah. that is the key they have to yeah. all of them have to last at least until the i, I keep saying the sixth but Cole needs to go to the seventh. Sorry, Cole, yeah. but you're the ace of the team. You need to go seven. Yeah, you got to. I think Friday's a must win. <laughs> oh, yeah. Friday's the Friday's must, a win. must win. Mm-hmm. Must win. And Saturday is not too far behind a must win without me saying must win. It's a must win. Yeah. Like I said, it's that tent, that tent pole. Yeah. The Cole Cortez, and Cortez Cole. have to show up. They yep. have to. Mm-hmm. There is no ifs, ands, or buts because if you lose both those games, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, I'm asking you if you're giving up on the AL East on Monday. Uh, That's coming up on Monday, as well as Miners Monday. Of course, we will chat about the top performers in the minor league system throughout the Yankees. We do that on every Monday show, so make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that. And thank you guys for all the kind words about our Monday episodes. I really appreciate it. We work very hard on those episodes, Um, so thank you guys for all the kind words about that. The series and the season is on SiriusXM. Just download the SiriusXM app, of course, and get a free trial. You can check it out. You will love it. I was listening to the Rays broadcast, as a matter of fact, uh, for the Thursday night game. Just want to switch it up. Just want to hear somebody else talk. Um, It was nice using the SiriusXM app. Um, That's going to do it for us for this week and for the weekend. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We'll see you on Monday.